When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech drive the Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Mornings on SEN. We're underway as New England decided to defer after winning the toss. And here's Hines on the run back, breaking a tackle and taking it past midfield. And down the sideline he goes. This is storybook. An opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin. And this place is absolutely going wild. Oh, you just said this is storybook. This is almost fate. I just can't believe what just happened. Josh Allen, the same thing. Six days removed from this incredible unbelievable start to the game so much emotion in the stadium at Buffalo and they score from the first uh, well, return punt go down the other end and score through Naeem Hines as the Bills went on to beat uh, the Patriots Benny Graham joins us for Neds whatever you bet on take it to the Neds level gamble responsibly call 1-800-858-858 uh, morning Ben Oh, morning, Jules. After the week that we've had in the NFL where so much focus is surrounding the recovery of DeMar Hamlin, for Naeem Hines to take the opening kickoff back 96 yards for a touchdown was a fitting start to week 18 today. Game for DeMar, for the Bills, for the NFL. was There wasn't a dry eye in the house. I got emotional watching it, calling it this morning. It was. They called it. Jim Nance called it a storybook. It's a. It, you couldn't start week 18 any better, given that the week that we've had, and you know our thoughts and prayers are still yep. with Demar. He's sitting up in bed. He watched the game with his family, uh, and his health is first and foremost the most important thing. And he's on the way to recovery. And the way the Bills played and the Bengals, it must be said, mm. beating the Baltimore Ravens, it certainly. The decisions the NFL had to make during the week, and they were tough ones at that, given that they cancelled that game, have played out, I think, everyone would be pleased with the way it's happened. The Chiefs are the number one seed for a reason. The Bills, now number two, host a playoff game. The Bengals finish number three. No coin toss and no neutral venues yet. But we'll wait and see what that looks like in the AFC Championship game. But certainly, week 18, wow. We've had the AFC playoff picture confirmed. The NFC playoff picture will be confirmed this afternoon once the Packers and Lions games finished. Uh, so just just going before I ask you about what still needs to play out and, and and the playoff picture, I guess I guess thankfully in a way for the NFL, the Bengals did win that game against the Ravens because it, it might have been a very different conversation about I guess that decision to cancel the game if the Bengals went down to the Ravens. Well, that that's right. So the Ravens beat the Bengals early on in the year. So if the Ravens had to beat the Bengals again, 
they had every right to believe that they should have won the division because they would have finished on the same number of wins. But because the Bengals would have played one less game, their winning percentage would have been better. Mm. So in the case that the Ravens won and they faced each other again in the wild card round, it would be a coin toss to determine who hosts that game. But the fact that the Bengals won and clinched the division on their own, everything else was a moot point. So the Bengals will play the Ravens again next week and they will host the game without a coin toss, which it's fascinating to think that that was on the cards in the first place. But the Cincinnati Bengals have, have earned their right. The AFC, the AFC playoff picture is set. We'll quickly run through it. The Chiefs have a bye next week. The Bills host the Dolphins, who beat the Jets because the Patriots got beaten by the Bills. So mm-hmm. it was a scenario where the Patriots had to win and they were in, but the Bills got that job done, so they eliminated the Patriots. Then it was up to the Dolphins. They had to beat the Jets, which they did. God, it was an ugly game, Jules. They, mm. uh, they scraped in 11-6, but the Pittsburgh Steelers were the other factor. They had to win and wait for a Patriots and the Dolphins loss. The the Steelers did their bit. They beat the Browns 28-14, but it's the Dolphins who clinched that seventh seed. So they travel to Buffalo to take on the Bills. The Bengals will take on the Ravens again next week in Cincinnati. And the Chargers are currently trailing the Denver Broncos. I'm not sure why their starters are still in the game because they've essentially locked in the Mm. fifth seed and they will travel to Jacksonville next week to take on the Jaguars who clinched the division with a win over Tennessee yesterday. Yeah, and uh, Titans seven straight losses uh, to miss the playoffs after starting the season so well. So that's the AFC. What do we still need to decide uh, in the NFC? So the NFC, so basically what the NFL have done is they've split up the morning. The AFC playoff picture all was this morning and the NFC is all playing out right now with the Lions and Packers to come after midday. But to simplify the NFC, the Eagles, after two straight losses, get Jalen Hurts back. If they win this game against the Giants, which they're currently leading early in the last quarter, 19-3, to they clinch the number one spot. And if the 49ers beat the Cardinals, which they will, they're currently leading that at three-quarter time, 38-13, they'll clinch the number two spot, which means the Vikings will finish three and the Buccaneers will finish four. The Giants are already locked in at six, so they will go to Minnesota to take on the Vikings next week. The Cowboys, if the Eagles win, it doesn't matter their result, and they're playing some sloppy football mm. right now against the Commanders, trailing 20-6. to six. But they're locked in, essentially, to the fifth seed, so they'll travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers, which leaves the seventh seed. So the Packers have got it in their own destiny. If they win, they're in. For the Lions to make it, they've got to beat the Packers and hope that the Rams upset the Seahawks. But if the Seahawks are to make it, they must beat the Rams and then hope the Lions beat the Packers. Now, that Seahawks-Rams game is currently 16-13, Rams leading. So if the Rams go on to win that game, the Seahawks are eliminated. 
And then it is truly a win and you're in for both the Lions and the Packers, which kicks off at 12.20 this afternoon. Yeah, so much still to play. At the other end of the table, uh, Ben, we're talking to Ben Graham for Neds, all things uh, NFL. We're down to the last week of the regular season action. So the Texans beat the Colts 32-31. But if you're a Texans fan this morning, do you feel like you've won that game or you've lost? (laughs) Well... Jules, I'll, I'll put it like this. Two years ago, the New York Jets won a meaningless game late in the season, which cost them the number one pick where Trevor Lawrence was selected by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Two years later, Zach Wilson, the number two pick for the Jets, looks in trouble as the starting quarterback, and Trevor Lawrence takes the Jaguars to the playoffs. But it's a different situation this year with the Texans. So the number one pick now will go to the Chicago Bears, but they've already got Justin Fields who looks like he's going to be their franchise quarterback. So the Bears most likely will not choose a quarterback pick one. So the Texans will still have the opportunity to pick up the best quarterback in the draft. But it was a fascinating scenario because, you know, yes, the fans would have been tearing their hair out for winning that game, but you've got players for the Texans that are playing for their careers. They're not only playing for a spot on the Texans roster, but putting their best play on tape for a resume for the other 31 teams. So they're busting their gut trying to win that game. But the telltale sign to me was that when they, instead of kicking the extra point to go into overtime, they wanted to win it there and then or lose it there and mm. then based on a point conversion, which they made. They win, they'll get the second pick. But I don't think it'll affect who they pick up in the draft. That is if they want to move on from Davis Mills, which, look, he's done a reasonable job, but I don't think they got so many more issues the Texans and just a quarterback but it'll I think they'll still have the opportunity to select a quarterback with their first pick which will be number two so I guess off the back of what you just said then I guess the the well-educated Texans fans wouldn't have been too um worried about that result then no well not not necessarily now that's assuming that the Chicago Bears don't draft the quarterback with the first pick mm. overall and betray Justin Fields because Justin Fields, as electric he's been, shown some great signs running the football, they really, they've lost 10 games in a row. And it's not like they've been in games. <laughs> mm. So maybe the offense, the offensive coordinator, the game plan doesn't suit Justin Fields. And while he's got some currency, maybe they do look to move him on. But I don't think that this draft is laden with superstar college quarterbacks ready to step up straight into the NFL. So if um, I, I'd say that the Chicago Bears, given they traded away a couple of defensive players, they definitely need to bolster up their wide receiver position. Uh, I think that they'll look away from a quarterback with their first pick overall, which essentially will give the Texans the opportunity to select the best QB in the draft. So it's nearly all decided in terms of the playoff picture and who will be playing in the wild card. So we're going to put it on you, Ben. Who wins it from here now that uh, most of the teams have been eliminated? Well, uh, I did my preseason prediction. I went on a limb, out on a limb. I said the Cowboys and the Chargers. Now, they've both made the playoffs in the fifth seed. I've also said, though, I think the Super Bowl champion will come from the AFC side. The Chiefs and the Bills and the Bengals, I think, are the best placed. Still a few question marks over the Eagles, despite their great record. I think the 49ers, they win this or win 10 straight. They'll be the best team in the NFC. But again, it comes down to matchups. I think the way it'll play out is it'll end up being, um, I think it'll be a, a, well, 
I think the Chiefs will win it. There you go. Um, I think once it's all said and done, the AFC will go through Kansas City and the Chiefs will get it done in Phoenix on Feb 12. Can't wait and can't wait for the playoffs. And as it always does as the NFL, it comes down to the last few matches in the final week to decide the playoff spots. As you mentioned before, the Rams are still holding a three-point lead uh, over the Seahawks uh, with just over seven minutes to go uh, in that one. And as you say, the Packers and Lions all to play for in the game that starts around about 20 past 12. Uh, Melbourne time. Uh, Ben, again, thanks for the update and uh, so much great NFL to come. Uh, We'll talk to you again next week. Good on you, Jules. Ben Graham for Neds. Whatever your bet. Whatever you bet on, take it to the Neds level. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. It's always thrilling stuff uh, in the NFL. Let's get a breakaway for mornings. It's for Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, and it's in stock now. Red Energy, owned by Snowy Hydro, a leader.